Chop, the original Guillotine League podcast. Everything you need to know to avoid the chopping block. Chop is brought to you by GuillotineLeagues.com. Now, your hosts, Paul Chargian and Brian Johnson. Welcome to the final Chop podcast of the 2023 season. I am Paul Chargian. It's a special show, Brian Johnson, because we've got a rare, in fact, I think never before in the history of the Chop podcast, third party guest, Scott Fish. It's like a spectacular. It is. is. Chop spectacular. An extravaganza. I like it. Uh, yeah. This yeah, is, this this is, is the is first three-way three, three we've had. We've never never had the triumvirate of chopped <laughs> minds, uh, which is great. Scott and I still alive in mm-hmm. the, the one guillotine league that we have yep. in common. You yep. and I are both alive. Yep. We both came down the stretch with the most fab and the second most fab. Yep. I went all in on a couple of players, including Christian McCaffrey, a couple weeks ago. Uh, you have kept your money yes. to the end. And now we're down to the final week where all of the chop players are available. Yeah. So let me just re-explain this. We've done this like four straight weeks, but just to be extra, extra clear, because people, there's still some confusion out there. This is the last week for chopped players to hit the waiver wire. Right. Waivers will still run the rest of the way, but from next week going forward, the players who are chopped are locked out. Yep. And that's for gameplay balancing reasons. Yep, you can and grab free agents, just not the not just the not the, the great ones, ones that are yes. going to be chopped. That's there, right. There will still be plenty of uh, big names out there. Yes. But uh, mm-hmm. so the, so you don't need to go all in. You don't. It's not like you have to spend all your fab because saving a few bucks. Yeah, I would we'll, save. We'll, I'd we'll save be a few bucks. So there's still waiver runs. Yep. Yeah. You yep. Still might need fab in the last few weeks. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. I would save, you know, like eight bucks, you know, okay. something like that. And the way this season's going, we've got at least ten so, more. Huge injuries, injuries coming. The yeah, so I have five hundred ninety-two dollars in that league charge. <laughs> I think you saved how too much, much to be honest. Much, <laughs> this is what I actually wanted to talk about. So I'm alive in all three of my guillotine leagues. Atta right boy, now. nicely done. Um, two of them, I'm down on money, but this one, I'm way up. But I have never won a guillotine league. I've made the final five or six, almost like seven of my nine leagues. Wow, I've ever done total in across the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm always making it to the final five or six. I can't win. Well, this is the, you're going to get once. you're going to get one of those three home for sure. But what's the Just strategy? Just not the one in my league. Let, let me tell you my strategy through the season is generally almost do nothing the first few weeks. You know, I'm I'm going after free agents instead of spending money mm-hmm. because I feel like I can do matchup plays instead of have the studs. I'll go for the studs later. And I think you're right. I think I wait too long. So, well, in this case, if you've got five hundred dollars to spend in the last week, yeah. and the next closest team has got like you know fourteen bucks. Yeah, you probably saved too much money too long. So what? You let the rest of us build better rosters than maybe you could have. So what's your, what's what's your strategy for people who may have held on to too much money? What, <laughs> well, what, what would you now, tell them well, I if mean, they're listening? <laughs> well, now go spend it. I mean, obviously, this is your last week. I would spend the vast like majority of it. Five hundred of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, Just I go think regardless, name your price. If you have, I think you want to have like fifteen to twenty dollars. Next week for, and beyond for the last three the last weeks, last three three weeks, weeks of the so season. Yeah, if you're okay. right around there, you're not really going to be going all in. But if you yeah, if you if you got, but either way, that's good advice for someone who has seventy dollars to keep yeah. twenty. If you yeah, so. if you're running the board, if you've got the most money by a margin, whether it's five hundred, which is way more, or that's even <laughs> what I think is more common is there's one person left in your league that's got a hundred, and the next closest yeah. team's got thirty. Yeah, you know, just go get figure out your best players, go put in your winning bids, okay, go get them. Um, Think about if we were playing guillotine leagues in like two was it two thousand and seven? How much 
Billy Volick and uh, <laughs> Drew Bennett. Drew Bennett, Drew Bennett. going for yes. in week six. Maybe oh, like thousand dollar players. Uh, I'm getting yes. a little uh, Billy Volick vibes from Jake Browning though. Just Jake's dude. The dude's got a little slinger to him. Yeah, I was, him, that was an impressive game. Him, Holy cow. Sam Howell. I think it's a Minnesota thing. Maybe it, maybe that's it. Yeah, I saw the Minnesota Viking, cast off. The Vikings thing. waved. Browning three separate times. times. I know. <laughs> right now, he would, he'd look awfully good in purple. We'd yeah, take him yeah, right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Scott, Fantasy Cares is doing a giveaway a day between we now and are. Christmas. Tell us about it. Yeah, if you go to fantasycares.org slash GG, or just go to fantasycares.org, it's right on the front page too. Um, you donate $30 to Fantasy Cares, and you get put in a drawing for a signed jersey um, every single day. Until yep, Christmas. Between now and Christmas. That's yeah. great. So you have like 22 more chances to win a signed jersey. That's great. I, so I, uh, I sign up. I put in th- at least just a $30. Don't, just donate $30. 30 bucks. Yep. And then I get, more. I get yeah. an entry a day for yep. the signed jersey. That's yep. terrific. Now, if I put in $60, can I get two entries a day? I think it's still the same. I think it's okay. still. <laughs> so maybe the workaround I, is I, I put in 30 my wife puts in 30 Yeah, I would. I would. I, I should have thought of something to entice people to give more. <laughs> but no, you just get one entry per day for your $30 it's or more. It's the donation. season of giving. That's all anyone should yes. really need. But that's Absolutely. a cool, cool contest. For, for sure. sure. This yep. is the final Chop Podcast of 2023 because waivers, because all the, 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 you know, the great players are going to be gone after this. We're locking rosters. Yeah. We're down the stretch. You're basically, you should be at an end game yep. team by the end of this week. And you can't really talk about how much you should bid on the 10 most chopped players <laughs> no, next week. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and boy, have I got a great stat for you guys uh, I can't, that I can't wait to share I with you. I do love a good stat. Uh, yes, uh, relating to chopped players. Uh, and I do want to thank everybody who listened. Our listenership on this podcast doubled this past year from two to four yeah that's right <laughs> all kidding. four of you thank you very much yes but that's great we're really glad to have so many new listeners and so much enthusiasm for guillotine leagues yeah no doubt it was cool to see it's not cool to see a lot of these like spotify rap lists or whatever i could care less but a lot I of them have cho- oh. i know yeah, well, I yeah it's all like taylor or taylor swift and then like four other artists i don't know but people Posting uh, pictures with a uh, chop on there—that's pretty cool. It's, that's extremely really cool. cool. Absolutely. For you know, we're not a daily podcast; we're a weekly podcast. So really hard for us to get into people's top five. So we right. yeah, we love the fact that that so many people listen. Thank you very much, and thank you for playing at guillotineleagues.com. We're a small family-owned business run by a small group of people dedicated to this format. People yeah. like Brian working it every day, and really grateful for that. Um, I know you can. You know, you can finagle other sites to do it. Um, those are multinational publicly traded sites, or in the case of Sleeper, just increasingly a betting app that just marauding is a fantasy <laughs> app. So, yeah, we're really happy to have uh, really happy to have those of you that play to guillotineleagues.com. It's so less thank work on guillotine leagues, too. You don't that's, have to manually chop idea. players. Right. That's the idea, right? And we've got all the cool data that you can't get other places yeah. and different features that are specific to this format. Yeah, and if you have an, an issue or a question, good luck reaching customer service at those other sites. Yeah, and ESPN to help you with your <laughs> yeah. guillotine league. They'll jump right on that. Yeah, right, exactly. Okay, uh, I think we've covered most of the, the key stuff that I wanted to get to here. Spend your funds, have a bunch of fun in this last week. Arizona-Washington on buy still. Yep. Don't forget that. Um, not that those are critical offenses, but just you know, know that that's the case. What do you think of this? I want to hit both of you with this. After, you know, we've spent overwhelmingly up until very recently – your goal for your guillotine league roster has been safety, safety, safety. Right. Now, you score 125 points, you get chopped. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, do you believe now is the time when you want to employ a more high-risk strategy? Just as one example, stacking, quarterback, mm-hmm. wide receiver, something we never advocate doing until maybe until now. now. So what do you think? That's that's how I lost the one year to JJ. He mm-hmm. stacked Burrow and Chase at the end and during gotcha. that year that they were huge. Yeah, you know? gotcha. That got you at the wire. So it seems to be a strategy that works at I, this time of I year. I think at this time of year, because it's your stack is probably two elite players, yeah, you can probably do it. What do you guys think? What do you think, Brian? Oh yeah, for sure. And if you like, if you're not having like, I consider like Christian McCaffrey like one of the skeleton key players, right? If you don't have mm-hmm. McCaffrey or Kelsey at tight end, I'm even more implied to uh, well, stack by players. Way, Kelsey, not the cheat code that we thought no, he'd be and has really. been in previous years either. No, I guess it's Ray McBride now. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of is. Who, by the way. Got me that that along with several of the players in the top ten that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about got me chopped in one of my leagues last week. So I, I sat McBride for Fryermuth because you know didn't practice, didn't practice, and I'm like, I'm yep. just going to play it safe. Fryermuth was coming off the big game in a very favorable matchup, mm-hmm. so I'm like, oh, I'll, you know, I'm just going to play it safe. And McBride Fryermuth. was coming in very injured. Like, yes, he, exactly. They, they weren't even sure till Sunday afternoon. That's what I mean. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not going to risk it. Yep. Oh. I benched McBride in our guillotine, too. Yep. It happens. Yep. And one more strategy to employ that we don't that you, you don't factor early in the season is kind of uh, removing correlation from other teams. Like, say I'm an underdog, like one of the, consider one of the underdogs remaining, mm-hmm. and I've got Tua, and you've got Tyreek Hill. Right. You've got to uncouple that potentially. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to catch you. <laughs> Interesting. Odds well, are. but it's not head-to-head, right? There's no, still, it's not There's still, what, five teams left in every league? Four? Right now, five. Yeah, five this is more when you get down right? to the final two. Yeah, that's down to the three. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right, yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's dive into a couple of things here. First, uh, and we're down to just two tiers of guys. To me, you're either basically going all in on a player or you're bidding like two bucks. Um, hmm. Here's some $2 guys I'm going to throw out. I'm going to throw out now, and we'll loop back at the end of the show. Uh, Noah Brown, Elijah Moore, Curtis Samuel, Alec Pierce, Tanner Hudson, Chase Brown, Antonio Gibson, Kenneth Gainwell, Tajay Spears, Damian Pierce. It's handcuff season. Go handcuff your your stars. If that backup player would be a starter for you, go get him. Tajay Spears being the obvious example. When Derrick yeah. Henry went out last week, mm-hmm. like Tajay Spears, top 10 running back coming. Mm-hmm. Now it looks like Henry's going to be okay for yep. this week. Yep. So that is not the case, but it gives you a glimpse into the thinking. That no, I think you need. Noah Gray is kind of interesting in that list without Tank Dell because just the just the, I know Noah that Brown. Yeah, I know No Brown. Exa- no Gray. Different Gray. Different <laughs> color. Yeah, the, right. A Noah yeah. with a color. Yeah. No, yeah. No Brown. He he had two really huge games with Nico out and Dell in. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see if that that still works here. But man, that's that's a little bit interesting for an almost nothing bid. But the question is more about do you have the roster space for some of these? That's guys the hard part, right? Because your rosters yeah. are so good now. Yeah. That's the thing about guillotine leagues that nobody talks about at, at all, like heading into the season in the first couple of months, is the crazy roster you've got at the end, mm-hmm. which is so much fun because you never get it any other way. So let's jump to the top 10 guys, um, and then tell me if you think these are all-in bids. And by all-in, what I really mean is you're going to bid more than like the next closest team can bid. If this is just, you know, this is the final piece to your endgame puzzle, are you, are you going to make the big push? 
I, for this guy. Before we go on to the list, can I yeah. touch on Zeke when you mentioned in that $2 list? We're going to come back to those players at the end. Uh, oh, okay. I was going to yep. say. Yeah, we'll come right. back to those right, at the end. let's do that. Okay. And, that, and you can make a case that I shouldn't even bring him up to begin with, but no, we've but got a... Zeke you know. might be the complete starter for that team oh, on, yeah. thir- on this Thursday night. You might get... You, know. you could be 25 carries exactly. on Thursday Exactly. You could... A lot of Yeah. Um, not in the top 10 list due to injury, sadly, Tank Dell, who you just mentioned, yeah. and Ramondre Stevenson, who we just alluded to, um, because they were in the top 10 most chopped list, but because they're dead, there's no point in talking about them. Stevenson's going to miss likely the remainder of the fantasy season, and Tank Dell just had surgery on, uh, I think, Monday or Tuesday, so he's uh, he's done. Yeah, Dell, obviously a huge loss. He was a top five wide receiver, and Stevenson was coming on. He was. Too. He really was. I mean, he, it, was, it was the only thing that works – yeah. For the Patriots, is running the ball. And but like Fish said, it's going to be a Zeke season soon, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. The 10th most chopped player from last week, San Francisco wide receiver Brandon Ayuk. The upcoming schedule, Seattle at Arizona, and then Baltimore, the Seattle and Arizona. Seattle's neutral. Arizona's favorable. Baltimore hard. Is Brandon Ayuk an all-in player for you? To me, he doesn't feel like an all-in player, but he's like a... Spend 60 to 70% of your remaining fab if you're not going to go all in on someone else. I'm surprised he's on this list. He he led the 49ers in targets with seven and finished with five catches, 46 yards, and a touchdown. And he's still in the top 10 yeah. list, but that's where yeah. we're at. We're at that time of year where at, 50 yards and a touchdown gets you cut. And, uh, you know, if I'm going to pick one pass catcher that's not Christian McCaffrey, because he's everything on, on that team for the 49ers, it's still Ayuk, but it's going to be a Kittle game one of these weeks probably, and we saw it was a Debo game last week, so he's not a part of my end game strategy as of right now. So he's not an all in player for me. And again, I'm at like sixty ish percent of my fab I'd spend on. Scott is Brandon Ayuk an no, all in player for you? No, nah, he probably isn't unless that's just about the best player that was dropped from <laughs> from the chop team last. That, which is which, is, which is very possible, right? Which I mean, is possible. Out of these ten, there's like two or three that will have been chopped in your league. Brandon Ayuk's probably the best available wide receiver if he was if he was chopped in your league. I mean, yeah, I mean, we kind of went over it. If you if you have money left, you might as well stack that roster for that end game. But. I'm I view Brandon Ayuk as the best receiver on a really good offense. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. I do like him. Yep. The ninth most chopped player, and you can win his signed jersey if you donate to fans. Oh, he just yeah. went today. Oh, no, I went today. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's out. It's, you it's, can't. You cannot get a Brandon Ayuk signed jersey. Yeah. The ninth most chopped player, Indianapolis running back Zach Moss. Can you get one of his jerseys? That, I, I, <laughs> we we actually don't know. We we got they're in boxes, then we don't even know what a lot of them Ooh, are. That's exciting because we have not we opened them on a live stream on okay. the Fantasy Ooh. Cares YouTube, so <laughs> we see them when you guys do. Okay, cool. Uh, Indianapolis running back Zach Moss. The upcoming schedules at Cincinnati, then Pittsburgh, and then a, a, a slightly tougher one at Atlanta. Is Zach Moss an all-in guy for you? Tough game last week against Tennessee. One of maybe the best run defense in the league growing right now. Yeah, major yeah. major letdown against the Titans. Uh, he was the only Colts running back to get any carries, though. He had 19 carries. Yep, love that. Targeted he three. did go out for a second. And did go out for a second. Targeted three times. Tyler Goodson and Trey Sermon combined for three targets. No carries. So they're going to just feed Zach Moss. And... Jonathan Taylor, week 16, best case scenario, but we're not yeah. sure he's going to be back then. So I'm all in on Zach Moss like right it. now. He's a top 10 running back option. I like it because the running back position is so much tougher. <laughs> this mm-hmm. format, it feels like it's uh, you, you want to have ones that are getting that crazy volume. Plus, it doesn't hurt 
and I'm sure this matters a ton to you, that they tried to get him plays, even passes at the goal line, because Gardner Minshew said this week, He's on my fantasy team. I love that. He, so, he was that. he was stuffed at the the one too. So he came close to scoring, which would have oh, saved his yeah, day. Yeah, and, but, and uh, the little the interception for a touchdown was a dump off to Moss that bounced up and. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So like they were trying to get him to score. The, Minshew was anyway. On fantasy football weekly, talked about well, I did. I talked about this as a really tricky matchup for Zach Moss. He had had the big game against Tennessee earlier in the season, but this one was going to be really hard. And I'm not freaked out by the fact that he didn't post a big line last week. It's going to be much better going forward. Wait, I, I wish Moss I, isn't even on this list. You just brought him up to Peacock. No, I'm I joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, the, Moss was like, in the, in the daily world, he was like 60%, 70%. owned? Yeah. Oh, that was such an easy fade yes. against Tennessee. A big-time chalk bomb for wow. uh, Zach Moss. Yeah, It was, it was the price. The price on Zach. Yeah, he was, was he was way too cheap. That's why. But still, yeah, that's probably a lot of it. The eighth most chopped player, Atlanta running back Bijan Robinson. The upcoming schedule is Tampa, then at Carolina, which we like a lot, and then Indy, which is also an easy run defense. So Bijan disappointed us in a big way, even though he got decent usage, total usage last week. Just couldn't get anything going against the Jets. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Bijan? Is he an all-in guy for you? Yeah, 23 opportunities against the Jets. That's 18 carries, five targets. He didn't do anything with them, though. Um, Tyler Algier and Cordero Patterson combined yeah, for 15 opportunities. Mix. So they're yeah. certainly still in the mix. So you can't trust Bijan in a bell cow role. He's basically gotten one game with usage like that. And I, Arthur Smith is no, I mean, the it's, devil. It's two games in a row, and... The bell. It's we. It's weird to say this because it's you know, <laughs> because he's sharing the carries. But his volume is pretty close to a bell cow, right? Like In the last three weeks, the last it two is. three weeks. Mm-hmm. The problem, not the problem, but Atlanta runs the highest amount of run plays in the league. So. <laughs> That's yeah, good. And, That's not a problem. The, no, the no, eighteen carries though against the, the Jets. problem in the viewpoint of him mm-hmm. not being a bell cow. They're not. The Jets are the worst offense in the football right now, That's right? True. I mean, it's so I don't. I don't yeah. It's still a split. He got a lot of opportunities yeah. against the Jets, but I don't know if he's going to see that many in, in the future. I, I I would rather go go all in on Zach Moss over Bijan Robinson. Ooh, okay. Personally. I think I'd mm-hmm. probably rather go in on Bijan, but man, maybe I'm, I'm going to have to think about this now because I know Bijan is available in ours. Yeah, uh-huh. there you go. Well, mm. but you can just name your price. You got $500. I mean, there are two guys with over 100. I have to. Okay. Help you have to down. think about a little bit. Well, I, would, I would certainly spend on him, like 70 percent of your, your okay. remaining fab. Okay. If I had it. The seventh most chopped player, Detroit wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown. The upcoming schedule are all teams susceptible to slot receivers. Mm. At Chicago, Denver, and at Minnesota. Uh Ramon Ross St. Brown scored last week, but only did only had a couple of catches. And so again, we're at a stage where just getting the touchdowns not good enough to keep you alive like it used to. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Amon Ross St. Brown? Are you all in on him? Yeah, just the two catches for 49 yards. He did score. Still surprising to see him on this list, but like you said, that's where we're at at this point in the season. Um, but yet long story short, yeah, all in on Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, top, I, top five wide receivers. I think the volume probably. comes back for those. Almost those certainly. Matchups. He's been such a high volume guy. And, for and their record is going to push them to keep playing throughout, too. Yes. Yeah, and the, the yeah. defense has fallen off for Detroit, too, which is good for yeah. the offense. Pass defense in particular. To, yeah. Yes. The sixth most chopped player, Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes. 
over the past five weeks, which is a long sample size in the NFL. We're talking back to like Halloween, yeah. pre-Halloween. Yeah, that's more than a quarter of the season. Over the past five weeks, Patrick Mahomes is quarterback 21 in fantasy points scored behind, right behind Baker Mayfield. I would say last two, three weeks, Tommy DeVito might be outscoring yeah. him on a points per game basis. <laughs> he might be, yes. Yeah, the, how yeah, about that? Their stats are almost identical. <laughs> him and Tony, uh, Tommy DeVito. Yep. So let's talk about this. Your schedule for Patrick Mahomes, upcoming schedule is Buffalo, then at New England, which is they're back to being – they've been a great run defense all year, yeah. but their pass defense has been much better lately. And then Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So are you going all in on Patrick Mahomes? No. No, not even close. At this at this stage, not not on quarterbacks. You Isn't can, that funny? You can absolutely match up play mm-hmm. if you did. Like one of my strategies with gating leagues is stud quarterback and stud tight end, and I'll just match up play the buys. That way mm-hmm. I'm not holding extra roster spots. God, Mahomes in ours went for three bucks two two weeks ago. Isn't that crazy? Like Patrick Mahomes for three dollars. Yeah, quarterbacks at this point, no, not all in. Uh, if if you're if you want a guy for down the stretch and you think he's your guy, mm-hmm. sure, three to five bucks to make sure you get him. But that's about it. Brian, yeah. are you all in on Patrick Mahomes? Same. Uh, probably this week and next week, you could come up with a better starting option at quarterback than Mahomes, which is crazy. And then. then that, that Raiders game is interesting. I'm tr- he just has shredded them historically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, not all in on him. He's a, he's really like a, a, a backup option right now. In he the is, quarterback he? It's, it's, it's hard to believe. I just did my rankings, my first pass of the rankings that we published at guillotineleagues.com. I think he's around quarterback 11 this week. Yeah. yeah. And when you're at this point, there should really be no more than eight to 10 quarterbacks rostered at all. Yeah, right. So there's five teams. If you each have two, that's yeah. about the, the max. Okay, that leads us to the fifth most chopped player, Patrick Mahomes' tight end, Travis Kelsey. He traditionally hammers Buffalo. That's yes. this week's team. Uh, but then he goes at New, at New England again, which is hot, tough, and then Las Vegas, as I mentioned. Now, Kelsey has not had the dud games, but he also isn't giving you the explosive games that we're used to. What do you think about Kelsey? Is he an all-in guy? I'm going to go all, all in on, on Kelsey. He, he had a decent game last week against the Packers. Only five targets, but he caught four of them for 81 yards. I mean, mm-hmm. that's 12.1 PPR points. That's got to be a top five tight end performance most weeks. And, uh, again, you're not gonna really going to find much better options than Travis Kelsey. He's essentially matchup proof, and he's got some good matchups on the horizon. So, yeah, I'll go all in on, on Travis Kelsey. I mean, really, it's like Trey McBride. Yeah. And who else gets you excited at tight end? Oh, LaPorta, LaPorta does. LaPorta. Hawkinson does. Hawkinson, yeah. You know, there's, yeah Kincaid they're... would, but I'm now starting to get worried about Knox coming back. And yeah, if they go that, back to 12 looming. personnel. Yeah, so. that's looming. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Kelsey's still going to – his target share yeah. percentage is going to be north of 30. He's going to see a ton of volume. He's getting in your lineup no matter what. If Even if it's not a tight end, it's at flex in the guillotine format. So. Hey, speaking of these, while we're talking about the, the depth of tight end, you know – a buck on Dallas Goddard right now might not be a bad idea nope. because no. he's slated to come back soon. And if you wait until... He was until, doubtful this week. He might right, be back next he week. He might be back. And if you wait until the team goes, oh, yeah, he's playing, somebody else might have him. So maybe mm-hmm. preemptively grab Dallas Goddard, who was, you know, a sure starter before. And what about mm-hmm. Zach Ertz, too? If well, he we don't even know. Who, who know I, don't I don't know where. He, who knows where he's going to go. I'll be a buck, but... We need yeah. to land somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's, there's, there's talk of him. Well, you could go to Baltimore. There's a lot of places you could go. Yep. The fourth most shot player, 
Detroit running. By the way, I'm, I'm a yes on Travis Kelsey, Ellen. Yeah. Uh, Detroit running back Jameer Gibbs at Chicago, then Denver at Minnesota. Chicago and Minnesota are two of the five best run defenses in the league over the past month and a half or so. Yep. Denver remains one of the easiest run defenses. Are you all in on Jameer Gibbs? I'm all out. Uh, it was not a good matchup against the Saints last week, but that doesn't change the fact Gibbs saw only 10 opportunities while David Montgomery had 20. Mm-hmm. Montgomery got the the, the the goal line touchdown, which he's only going to – Gibbs he, is only going to get those if Montgomery gives them up to him. Yeah, so, he has to gift them to so, Gibbs, so no, I'm not. So, yeah, I'm, all, I'm not all in. I'm, I'm not all in. I'm, I'm all out. I mean, you can't really trust him uh, with David Montgomery healthy. He's There's better options out there. All right, we're all we're all in agreement. We're yeah. out on Jameer Gibbs. No, can't yeah. do it. Okay, the third most shot player, Miami wide receiver Jalen Waddle. Again, not a bad game, but not a good enough game. Um, and Hill's just eating his lunch. Tennessee uh, upcoming schedule: Tennessee, all home games. By the way, Tennessee, then the Jets. Jets are obviously very hard against the pass, and then Dallas, which you know can be very hard against the pass. Not always, but, you know, when they get to quarterbacks and rattle and, you know, bad things happen. So, Jalen Waddle, all in. No. Believe it or not, Waddle saw more targets than Tyreek Hill last week, but Hill went nuclear yet again. Mm-hmm. Speaking about Tyreek Hill, really quick. We all know he's on pace to, like, break the single-season receiving record, 2,000-plus yards. Yeah. I saw he's averaging at least 40 yards in the first, second, and third quarters. And in the fourth quarter, he's <laughs> averaging like four because they're just not like they don't they're need ahead. him. They're yeah. ahead at that point. So can you yeah. imagine if like right, right, in would, a tight game? Oh my god! He straight came out of the game last week. Yeah, it's <laughs> which insane. is smart. Him and Tua. Yeah. yeah. And why is he not getting mentioned as a MVP? Front he should be in the MVP conversation. For Dolphins sure. aren't winning any games. I love Brock Purdy. I, I didn't think his elbow was going to be ready, but 49ers are probably winning games without Brock Purdy. I'm gonna. He's not the miss anyway. I just can't believe. I think Hill, I think Hill should be in the MVP. Oh, conversation. absolutely! All right, we're all nose on Jalen Waddle. I, th- I think Hill should be in as much as JJ was last year. Yeah, Where and, JJ and, was the top three or four finalist, right? But ended, but still got slaughtered in the vote because everybody gives it to a a quarterback, a quarterback right. every year. The sneaky quarterback play. I'm going to Las Vegas this week as part of the KFAN uh, yep. trip to the Vikings, going to the Raiders. You can get Dak Prescott at like eighteen to one. Dallas beats That's, Philly this week at home. Dak Prescott's going to move near the top of the list of MVP candidates. So that's I think that's going to yeah. be my sneaky play. The second most chop player, Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen. The upcoming schedule, Denver, which has become increasingly tough. Yeah, and um, Sertan might follow him. But, and he might, although he usually doesn't go to the slot, and no. Keenan runs from the slot a lot. Then at Las Vegas, favorable, and then Buffalo. Are you all in on Keenan Allen? By the way, tip of the hat to Keenan Allen for playing all year healthy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's third in, third in receiving yards behind only uh, Tyreek Hill and C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. a great year. I think he's over 100 catches already, too. But uh, kind of a dud last week. Uh, not, yeah, not kind of. It was a great A dud. Well, he, he five for 58. Too. Yeah. It's 11 points. But, yeah, you need more he from Keenan Allen at this stage in the game. But uh, just based on the volume, he's top five wide receiver right now. So, yeah, I will go all in on him. This offense is hurting, though. Uh, I think Mike Williams is really the missing link for this. <laughs> Who knew? Like, he, he, I think he does, like, open a lot of things up for Keenan Allen and someone else we'll talk about in, in a second. But, yeah, I'm essentially all in on Keenan Allen. He's healthy. Ch- Chargers are still somewhat in the hunt. They're just going to be 
peppering him with targets yeah. for the dura- uh, duration of the season. Yeah, I, pro- I probably am too. It's ju- it's just the massive amount of volume. He's got to be better than one of the players I'm playing in my flex right now. For sure, for sure. I'm all in on Keenan Allen as well. Yeah. And now the most chopped player, a man who has appeared in this list six times on this show this year, and it would have been seven. He One time he was 12th. He was not in the top 10. He was he was at 12. So we're going to call it six and a half times. That might have been. As the mo- in the top 10 most chopped. Did that break the record previously held by Christian, Christian McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey in, in his hobbled year a couple of years ago, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Chargers running back Austin Eckler is, no matter what happens the rest of the way, he is your 2023 official guillotine league assassin of the year. Mm-hmm. I went through our uh, I went through our analytics on the site. I don't know if you saw this tweet. Austin Eckler has been responsible for five thousand seven hundred thirty six chops Jeez. on our site. <laughs> He's ended the season for five thousand seven hundred players. So just out of fantasy karma or whatever like do you do you think he's due to not do that anymore or do you think he's (laughs) do you think he's just bad luck and people should avoid um let me mention the schedule because it this is where it gets tricky because they're denver this week smash spot on paper las vegas the next week another smash spot then buffalo so what are you doing with which, Austin Eckler? Are you paying which, enough to get him? And that Buffalo one could be a shootout, even though it's mm-hmm. not as much of a smash spot. Uh, so, man, Eckler just doesn't look right. like we we've seen a lot of plays where he just looks slow. He dropped a couple passes last mm-hmm. week that like one was he should have caught it and gone for a, quite a distance. Um, well, speaking of his receiving, here is Eckler's PPR points per game on receiving alone, starting in 2019, 15. PPR points per game, just on receiving. That was 2019. 2019. 2020, 10.6. 2021, 11.4. Last year, 12.3. This year, wait, 7.4. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I was going to guess. Sorry. Yeah. It's that's Get this. Pro Football Focus is receiver rankings for running backs, right? So running backs as receivers. You want to guess where they have Austin Eckler ranked? This was as of last week. I looked last week. 17th. 56th. Wow. Yeah. As a receiver, Austin Eckler. <gasps> yeah, he, he hasn't looked good, like Fish said, but I, I read like the next gen stats, like his top Those speed. aren't good either. No, the, the same as last year. Really? It, well, but, you might be looking at top speed. And like maybe, explosive but run percentage and all that. I don't know. His, his, elu- his, uh, his next gen stats for efficiency was i think 26th and yards over expectation was like 23rd i mean this is a guy who's normally been in the top 5 yeah. of like everything yeah so for him to have fallen into the 20s is a is a notable change i wonder if that that injury from earlier in the season he never fully recovered and just Maybe. like yeah we're just not talking through, about playing it playing through and he's not, and we didn't we don't know all right so give me the all in on austin eckler denver and las vegas coming up makes this a murky decision what are you doing Oh, yeah, they're good matchups. He's also available with Bijan and ours. Uh, yeah, I bet he is. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go all in, hoping he can rekindle the magic we've seen in previous years. Just based on those two matchups alone. There is danger, though, that the Chargers are hanging by a thread in the playoff hunt, and there's really not 
much yeah. incentive to. What are they? Four wins, five wins. They're five and five. seven. They're okay. tied with the Raiders. But uh, also, but, but, so he's not under contract for next year, so yeah. they can grind him up all they want, yeah. right? Down the stretch, what do they care? Yeah. See, I think I ch- I take the chance just based on those matchups and like the amount of volume he gets alone, mm-hmm. pass catching, potential scores. Yeah. yeah. I probably I probably do. It, it should be a slam dunk. It's, but it's, it's not, not a slam dunk. <laughs> I, as somebody that I mentioned I got chopped in one of my leagues last week, and it's because I started Austin Eckler. Yeah. And here's the funny – and I had two other choices. One of them was James Connor. Okay. Which would have kept me alive. Revenge game. How did you not play the revenge oh, wow. game? By the way, Heath Cummings did an interview. Heath Cummings of CBS mm-hmm. um, did an interview with Mark Andrews, and Mark Andrews said revenge games are absolutely a thing. Of course they are. He, 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 however, poo-pooed on birthday games being a thing. Yeah, for, <laughs> well, I tell you, people are going to catch on to my spike games because that's where it's really at. I love finding me a good spike game. But really quick on Eckler, according to Fantasy Pros, the easiest strength of schedule remaining for running the backs. The only mm-hmm. five-star rating in terms of easiness. for the strength. So, And we love Austin Eckler because mm-hmm. he loves fantasy. Yeah. He's a smart dude. There's nothing not to like about him as a person. Where I where I would like to see him go with the rest of his career, he could play like eight more years as a James White type specialist out of okay. the backfield. Just don't just, go to New England though to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, not well. Maybe if Belichick's gone, and he would because he's talked about that a bunch about how he has wanted a second guy to come into the Chargers mm-hmm. and I bet. and take, take take some of the take workload off yeah. of him. Right? Yeah, he's talked about that. Yeah. All right. So we're. Um, I am I'm on no on Eckler, but I just got burned. So take it with a take it with a grain of salt. And, I'm really on the edge too, honestly. And I, uh, but I'm on the no side. Okay, we're gonna wrap this show as we wrap all of them, which is I've got I've got sort of like the regular type cheap players that you're bidding on in regular leagues, and just tell me if you think these guys belong on a roster at this late stage of a guillotine league when our rosters are bonkers. But that doesn't mean you can't these guys can't be helpful. Noah Brown. Yeah, we talked about him earlier. Definitely worth a stash. And so, you know, so is John Mechie. Maybe Mechie. No way. No In this for format, no way. At this stage, week 15, 14 of a guillotine league? Mechie feels more comparable to Tank Dell. Just on the, I don't know. You wow. know, third buck. I mean, I'm dropping guys like Cortland Sutton to pick up John Mechie. No way. Not dropping Cortland Sutton. Well, one of my drops this week for a player is going to be George Pickens because I don't sure. know how much right. I trust Trubisky. And uh, you're going to be dropping Tank Dell. <laughs> I, I did. I already dropped Tank Dell in that league. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the Steelers anymore. I picked him in my survivor pool, and I got deep. In the, but uh, let, let's go I hate the, Mitch Trubisky. I hate him so much. Let's go to that. that I, I'm dropping Pickens be, in part because this next matchup, Thursday night versus New England, I don't, you that, can't play him. It is the lowest over-under, Vegas over-under total since 2008. And Dang. it's dropping. Wow. It might go under 30. Yeah, it's like lower I, than, like, Minnesota, Iowa. So, like, the, where I'm going with this is, let's go back to Zeke. We're talking about these players now, We're right? going to get there. Oh, oh, oh hold man. On, hold on. <laughs> All right. All right, fine. No, no, you know what? I don't no. have to be so rigid. No. Let's talk about Zeke. You're very <laughs> fired up to talk about it. Let's do it. No, no, I'm I'm so, not fired up to talk about it. It's just so much volume as a one week fill in that you'll mm-hmm. probably likely be able to just drop for the <laughs> the next matchups and grab something else on the free agency. Can, uh, Brian, can you pull up uh, the New England schedule and tell us who's coming up after Pittsburgh on Thursday? 
Stevenson's going to be out for because when weeks. I look at when I look at that list, that he's the clear one that stands out. That I'm like, I would throw a few bucks on him because he's going to get 20 plus touches. Probably yeah. if you're going, you know, if you're going to start him this week, which you could, mm-hmm. him just on sheer volume, um, that would make sense. All right, Brian, uh, give me the so Patriots' upcoming schedule. Pittsburgh this Thursday, like we said, then home against the Chiefs, not good. Then at Denver in Week 16, somewhat favorable. Mm-hmm. Then at Buffalo, Week 17. So well, for that Denver match, so you could start him here, yeah, potentially. Uh, then you could start him. And Steelers are, a, I think, a good, not great run defense. Player 14 on your the roster. Fantasy Pros has the Patriots' top 10 easiest remaining schedule for running backs. So the 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 thing, yeah. Player 14 on your roster for a few bucks, and maybe you don't play him on those two matchups, but no one else can either. Uh, Elijah Moore interest you? 17 carries for 52 yards against the Chargers for Zico. That's, no, that's not good. Not good. Elijah Moore do anything for you? Joe Flacco, Flacco targeted him Flacco a bunch of times. Good. They've got the history Fla- together in New York good, from but New York. Flacco, you know, had... He upped that offense. He's the best quarterback they've had all year. Isn't that sad? <laughs> why, and why wasn't Fla- Why isn't? Why didn't the Jets go running for Joe Flacco? Right. Was, and, or, they had know. so many pathways to saving their season, and now they've gotten to a point. There was the a Jets, lot of stubbornness where Zach there. Wilson doesn't even want to start for them. It's yeah. like, no, screw you. You benched me nine times. I'm done. Nine times. I don't blame Nine him. Times. And there are people saying, well, you know, look, if you're a competitor, you just get out there. Well, eventually, don't you go like, you know what? You benched me for Tim Boyle? He's a non-functional quarterback? No, no. Screw I would tell, you. Him, tell him to kick rocks, too. Yeah. I'm not going to go out and get hurt now for you. Screw you. I'm Yeah, I'm with Wilson on that. So, back to Elijah, Elijah Moore. Moore. 12 targets uh, this past mm-hmm. week. Five, well, it. five for Amari Cooper. Uh, and that and was Cooper's hurt, by the way. And Cooper's banged up last week with, um, it wasn't Flacco. It was uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Moore had nine targets. Cooper had six. So, yeah, Moore is surging. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in on Moore. Mm-hmm. I like it, too. Look, I, look, I don't want to turn this into all about me, but when the trade deadline hit and they traded away Donovan Peoples-Jones, they're like, hey, Elijah Moore is going to get the big uptick. Now, granted, it hasn't materialized into a lot of available usage. And by the, and a shout-out to Thor Nystrom, by the way, who on last week's Fantasy Football Weekly mm-hmm. uh, gave a like a B grade to Elijah Moore, which at the time was... He gave Jay, Jake Browning a C grade, too. Yeah, Said, not, get yeah him in there. not bad. Yeah, um, But he totally whiffed on Zach Moss. I know so you I'm said you didn't want to make this about you, but I just saw you title this episode... The Charge's Chopped podcast <laughs> featuring Charge. <laughs> Curtis Samuel. Anything there? He's uh, on by this no, yeah. week. He's I think you could wait a week. Yeah. All right, yeah. out. Alec Pierce mm. suddenly We've getting been, off the calisthenics. Yeah. <laughs> We've been waiting for Cardio Boy to, yeah, to cardio get something boy. for a long time. And sure, it happened that game, but man, it, you can't trust it. After the entire sample size, we and is a large sample size of him played ninety yeah, percent no of the kidding. plays. Oh, he, no he's kidding. so far behind Pittman and Josh Downs; it's not even funny. Tanner Hudson, Cincinnati tight end. Yep. We're going to mm-hmm. have to throw that out there for yes. some people. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, that. Drew Sample was still in the mix. Irv's, I don't know. Is Irv Smith? He no. played last week, didn't he? He, yeah, he, he passed. Is he? Well, he, he may as he may have may as well have passed. He Drew Sample's ahead of him. Tanner Hudson's ahead of him. <laughs> Irv Smith's bad. He's just he brings nothing to death. I think Irv had a target on Monday night. I thought I saw. I thought I and saw. And he had Irv a catch target. the week before that. Okay, but that's yeah. He brings you nothing. Yeah. Even if it's a buck, I'm not spending that on. Okay, Tanner. all right. That's hit really me. Deep. Hit me with these handcuffs. Yes or no? Chase Brown. 
I thought he looked great on Monday night. He had two very big plays on Monday, on Monday night. It was like he had a big play, and then he didn't mm-hmm. play forever, and then he came in. Another huge play. It was... Um, yeah, I was I was intrigued by Brown and Travion Williams like last week when Burrow went down because you're like the Bengals are done with Browning at quarterback, but the Bengals are not done. No, <laughs> so statement win last night. Much like that, you don't think they just run Mixon into the ground for the end of the season and a lost season and just no. I Mixon feel like they could, don't do that with Mixon if they once they fall out of if they fall out of contention. Then look, I they're in the mix. They're in the mix. Though. They're going to be in the mix all the yeah, way to they, like week yeah, seventeen, right. eighteen. I still, I still want a buck on. I'll put I'm, a buck on Brown. I'm, a, I'm in on Brown. This is the perfect example. And when you're the new starter, you know, Mixon getting, you know, up until last week, getting the vast majority of the work. Anything happens to Mixon, Brown's very valuable. All right, another handcuff for you. And possible starter coming out of the bye, Antonio Gibson. Brian Robinson's health status unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did, what, was it a leg injury for Robinson? Uh, well, again, they got the bye. So, Neum, so the, the bye kind of makes me not too interested in so, Gibson so this we're on, week. So we're no on Gibson I want to wait week. and see what happens. Okay. All right, I'm with you on that. But keep an eye on um, Gibson for sure. And Chris Rodriguez, too. If they yeah, ever Rod- want to yeah. give him some yeah. significant runs, see what agree, they got there. I agree, but also these feel really deep for a four-team league, five-team I know, league. That's <laughs> the, that's, I know. I know it is. But handcuffing is more is important right here. These are not guys you're going to start normally. It's if the starter's out. Really. Yeah, and even even if I'm not going to start a starting running back, I'd rather him, rather him be on my bench than be available to someone else. DeAndre Swift got rocked on like the last play of the game, and his status is unknown. Um, Kenneth Gainwell, he was somebody I mentioned in Fantasy Football Weekly as a as a mm-hmm. premium handcuff. You interested? No, because of the Giants are on the the docket, so I'm interested in Boston, Boston Scott, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> like Week 15 or 16. I forget exactly. No. I, no, because I, I, Jalen Hurts is going to steal all the rushing touchdowns for that team. Which so, has been hurting DeAndre Swift, too. Yeah, it's been hurting DeAndre Swift. And, yeah, he got rocked. He left the game late. I, I haven't heard anything that he's in danger of missing this week. So, I, I'm thinking he yeah, plays. I, so. would, I would need to hear more. It's He's not, like, got got some extra work last week, and he's got, a, like, Zeke, like, mm-hmm. a role coming up. I think it's too fringe for this right now. Okay, so no on him. Uh, Tajay Spears. Yeah. Even though Derrick Henry left with a concussion but is not needed to be in concussion protocol uh, and is good to go for next week already. um, Which uh, probably means he wasn't concussed. I think maybe it was just a concussion risk. Yeah, concussion like symptoms. symptoms Yeah. yeah. Spears is a definite yes, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I I think Spears is a definite yes because he got. I, I'm pretty sure he got 100% of the snaps after Derrick Henry left. <laughs> yeah, he might have. I'm, no, I, I, thought, I think I did see that. Okay. So. Yeah, he ended up, I think, like 16 carries. Yeah. And, and, he, you know, and he, he's got some dazzling moves to him. He does. That's I, the other part of it. Spears is really good. That's, that's why they call him Tajay Dazzle Spears. I would bet that Spears <laughs> call <him> that. is <laughs> second in receptions on the Titans. I would guess that behind DeAndre Hopkins. He has 46 catches. I'm not going to pull up. The it's whole- going to be close. Yeah, that's gonna it's going to be close. Yeah. It's not Nick Westbrook, Akine, or uh, Traylon Burks. Well, yeah, or- Burks has missed whole season. It's yeah. not Chigakonkwo. No, he- no, it's Hopkins and Spears. Damian yeah. Pierce, last guy. He ended up with uh, double the touches of Singletary. Now yeah. Houston was ahead for a lot of that mm-hmm. game, and maybe that was part of why. Yep. Um, didn't do a they, lot with. They started the out alternating drives, but then just- Pierce got the touchdown, and mm-hmm. it did seem like. 
Pierce took over. It feels like a little bit of a hot hand situation, but I honestly, I feel like it's a, a good offense. I, I don't mind it. Yeah, I think Pierce is going to be my take a chance of me runner this next week on Fantasy Football Weekly uh, because it's the Jets, and you, all you have to do is just get ahead on the Jets and then just run the ball mm-hmm. and don't fumble, and then you go beat the Jets because they can't score. It's it's uh it's not a great schedule for the for the um Texans the Texans at New York Jets mm-hmm. at Tennessee versus Cleveland that's tough that's Ooh. tough then Tennessee again okay out all right <laughs> unless you're gonna start Pierce this week uh yeah. we're out on Pierce okay uh thank you for listening to the Chop Podcast all year it's all over it's very emotional right now it was it feels like this must have been a long episode it was a spectacular yeah, it was a little though. Long. it, it was, was an extravaganza long. It really so was, yeah, yeah. And, well, and there's three of us we have yeah. you know that's a third more to more say more people who won't shut up yeah got exactly it. way too early draft rankings or what's your who are you taking first overall in your first oh, 2024 team league I, you know honestly i haven't even thought of it it's got to be McCaffrey, hill i stick with my strategy I'm, I am JJ. No, I like stud quarterback and stud tight end for my first two rounds. It's, mm-hmm. it's served me well. And especially yeah. if I can get one with a late buy, then I don't really don't have to worry for a yeah. long time. I mean, you know, Jalen hurts. You got to hit. I mean, Mahomes should have been hit. that guy, you, you know, and yeah. Mahomes has been shockingly inconsistent, but yeah. that's true for any first rounder. You got to hit and you get the guy's got to yep. stay healthy. Yep. I just um, feel like it opens you, up that. If you took Brock Purdy though, you're, you're, you're golden <laughs> all that's year. True too, well, you you could say that every year, but. Right. I but, do think the easiest position to fill is quarterback throughout the course of the year. That's probably true. And so I, I sometimes will take that quarterback option. I took Jalen Hurts at the end of the first round in many of my guillotine leagues this year. Um, and those teams have generally fared well. It helps to get that pick right. And mm-hmm. the quarterback, so it's such a predictable position for the most part. Do you think Sam Laporta will be the top tight end taken? And not just guillotine leagues, any... Any like redraft? God, you know that's a great setting. that's a great point. He might be, he might be. Are there people doing best balls for twenty twenty four now? Not yet. It wouldn't surprise me. It, it they usually pop up like during the playoffs. Yeah, the NFL. Playoffs. I, I, it, it, I I figured that's the case, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't have surprised me if somebody did uh, start offering it this soon. I don't first pick. I think Justin Jefferson will be back in that conversation if the Vikings have a requisite quarterback for that. It's tough but to probably take, not. take him over Tyreek Hill if Tyreek no, Hill if continues Hill's sitting on there, this. Right, if, if it's Tyreek and Tua. Mostly we replay last year when we do our, you know, when we do our mm-hmm. picks. So, yeah, Tua's, Tua, Hill, Hill will be close to number one, right? Hill, McCaffrey. It's got to be. Mm-hmm. Jefferson should be in the mix. Yeah, McCaffrey, I bet it's McCaffrey. I, yeah, that that would make sense. Yeah. He's just, he's not getting hurt anymore But here's all. the other he's thing. so good every year. Even, if the, even with an 18-team first round for next year's first-round picks. What running backs are going to go in that first round? I honestly had no trouble filling running backs all year, mm-hmm. really. Like, like I, it felt a little gross starting some of them, but yeah, I, I could always find the Jalen Warrens or whatever and get him in there and just figure it out. Yep. Kyron Williams will go in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Hey. He might. Not uh, Jonathan Taylor might if he finishes strong. He might be a first-rounder, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if, if Bijan can... Continue to get twenty plus touches per game, and Arthur Smith gets, gets fired. Yeah, that, that would be very helpful. That would help. It? It'll help his cause. Yes, absolutely. We don't root for firings here, but if it happens to work out that way, we'd be okay with it. And I, I said this on FFW last week. I think Brees Hall can sneak into the, especially in a guillotine league, first eighteen picks. Even though it's yeah, maybe it's dire straits in New York right now with the Jets. But Hall's mm-hmm. looked really good yeah. with yep. what he's had to work with. 
he does look really good. That's yep. a, that's a good call, Brian. Again, thank you for listening. If you got to the very end of this podcast, if you got to the end of the last Guillotine League podcast, mm-hmm. I want you to tweet at me with a special hag- a hashtag only for people who got to the end. And that hashtag, Scott Fish, is... <laughs> Putting me on the spot here. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. You got a good one, Brian? No, you're the special Some, guest. Something that we talked about on the show, maybe? I have no idea. Hashtag. <laughs> All right, fine. I want your ha- here's your hashtag. If you're still alive now, I want you to send me a tweet, and you could send Scott Fish and, and Brian if you'd like as well. At our hashtag uh, all in. No, no, no. Let's do end game. Hashtag end game because you're still alive for the end game of the guillotine league. I like it. How's that sound? It's not as funny, but it's cool. It's not like as funny. It. I thought about doing quirky like pineapple or whatever, but yes, let's do end hashtag end game. Yeah. You're our kind that of works. listener. That works. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for a great year. We'll talk to you in the off season. Uh, there'll be new and exciting things to talk about. I'm, You know, if I were to put a guess on it, it'll be like March, April. would be my hunch. But, you know, who knows? Maybe a, a new kind of offering, too. Yeah. There could be uh, some new and exciting things to talk about. New ways to play at guillotineleaks.com. Mm. By then, you never know. Uh, thanks, everybody. Talk to you next year. Bye-bye.